0: Good morning, I'm Nyla Budu. We're here with you on a Saturday with the latest episode in our special monthly series called Hard Truths, examining systemic racism in the US. Today, inside the fight to build a $2.4 billion telescope on the highest mountain in Hawaii. For astronomers, it would mean the chance to answer deep questions about the
1: universe. Scientists see this site as a perfect scientific place for them to be.
0: For indigenous Hawaiians, it
1: would mean the desecration
0: of sacred land. Building a massive structure on Mauna Kea is not something that aligns with my beliefs. More than a thousand years ago, Polynesians looked to the sky and the stars to find their way. Without any instruments or maps, those stars eventually led them to Mauna Kea on the islands of Hawaii. At almost 14,000 feet above sea level, The dormant volcano is the highest point in the state of Hawaii, which makes it a coveted place for astronomers. But it's also a deeply sacred place for Native Hawaiians. They see the mountain as the place where the Earth meets the sky and the point where the islands of Hawaii formed. There are also already 13 telescopes on Mauna Kea, three of which are in the process of being decommissioned. Astronomers have been trying to build this new 30-meter telescope on the mountain since 2014. The opposition from indigenous Hawaiians isn't just spiritual. It's also about what they see as the continued disrespect of their lands and their concerns. In this case, in the name of a massive telescope that they say won't benefit them in any tangible way. And many native Hawaiians take issue with the way the debate over building the telescope has been framed as science versus culture. As a Hawaiian who
2: has been trained in scientific methods, there's a culture of science, and there's sciences in every culture. What I want is a different kind of science, one that is actually inclusive of other worldviews.
0: Aurora Kagawa-Viviani is a postdoctoral researcher and scientist in Hawaii who's been active in the movement against the telescope for years.
2: What I saw and what I experienced at the University of at Hawaii at Manoa was this trope that winds are backward, it's Stone Age people, just these... Undeniably racist tropes. To me, if that underlies people's assumptions about why there's resistance to the telescope, it's fundamentally wrong. And, you know,
0: if someone else who calls themselves a scientist, they need to take into account the whole picture. We're going to hear more from Aurora later in the episode. But first, here's some context. Behind this telescope project is the TMT International Observatory, a partnership between various national and international academic institutions, and funded largely by the co-founder of Intel. In 2015, TMT began construction on the telescope, and the Native Hawaiian community immediately pushed back to protect Mauna Kea, calling themselves the Protectors. Axios Space Editor Miriam Kramer has been covering the story for years.
1: And so they stopped construction. I mean, they blocked the roads, they kept a presence on the mountain for months and months and months, and basically forced the parties involved, so the state government of Hawaii, the folks managing the land on the mountain, and the 30 Meter Telescope Organization back to the table to kind of look at these issues around environmental protection and basically like trying to find some path forward for the telescope.
0: Has there been collaboration between these people who want to
1: build this telescope and these indigenous communities? There are. I mean, there are lines of communication open, but I think that many people in the Native Hawaiian community were not, did not feel heard in that process. And this, these protests have basically been the result of, you know, years of, in many ways, scientists not paying attention to those folks who they rely on for this land and for their work and not seeing astronomy as also this sort of human endeavor, which it is because it affects people. It affects the land that is their home. And what do scientists say? Scientists see this site as a perfect scientific place for them to be. I mean, Mauna Kea has historically been the site of telescopes that are able to track asteroids that can help us understand dark matter, dark energy, and answer these sort of big scientific like cosmological questions about how galaxies form and how stars form. And the 30-meter telescope... They say we'll take sharper pictures than the Hubble Space Telescope, we'll help dig into dark energy and dark matter in a way that other telescopes currently on the mountain and other places in the world actually can't. So they see it as sort of this next era of big telescope of astronomy, and the TMT is a huge part of that to them.
0: Is this also an argument about science and who does science and who science is for?
1: I think that it has really highlighted the fact that science has for a long time seen itself as disconnected from communities that it ostensibly serves and that it in many ways uses to perform its science. Science as a whole, I think, sees itself as sort of an objective good, as this like noble search for knowledge and truth. And I think that This controversy, in particular, has shown how that sort of attitude can lead to exclusion. It can lead to the exclusion of communities that could benefit from the science and that could participate in it in a meaningful way, if only their knowledge was respected.
0: In 2019, the Hawaii government allowed TMT construction to move forward. But as protests grew, more people started paying attention. I'm not against science, but I am against irresponsible decision-making in science. Even celebrities like Jason Momoa and Dwayne The Rock Johnson came to Mauna Kea and spoke out in support of the protectors. We are not going anywhere. Like the protests against the Dakota Access Pipeline, it became a national story and movement. In 15 seconds, we'll be back with one Native Hawaiian scientist's view of this fight. Welcome back to Hard Truths. I'm Nyla Budu. Scientist Aurora Kagawa Viviani grew up in Oahu and visited Mount Akea many times as a kid. But it wasn't until later that she started to question the telescopes on the mountain, and who they helped, and who they harmed. In 2015, when construction was about to begin, students at the University of Hawaii, Manoa, where she was a student, started organizing sit-ins to protest the 30-meter telescope.
2: You know, I didn't think that it would really change
0: the trajectory
2: of the telescope, but I participated because I said, we need to stand up for something we believe in, and I believe in that I, I... didn't think it would influence anything, but I knew that we had to begin talking about it. What was important to me was I saw the weight that all of this was having on my mentees, that they were being like publicly told by their physics professors in a UH Manoa class, like that they were wrong. You know, I had a confrontation with a physics faculty and he's like, all oh, Hawaiians should support the telescope. And I was like, excuse me, professor. I think that's inappropriate of you to be telling me what I should believe in and what I should do, you know, like as an educator. It made me very angry because I have for many years, like supported recruitment of Native Hawaiian students into STEM step fields. And at that point, I decided I, I would not anymore recruit students to a broken system. And so that's where I started Thinking about what my role is, what I could and couldn't do, and and the importance of like talking to others who are also feeling very, very, very stressed out about Monica. And I I don't think those things come into public view at all. The fact that we're having this interview too is like wow, okay. The fact that we can have a conversation about this with nuance, with nuance, because in 2015 that wasn't happening. It was, it was. In the local news, I wanted to talk to the reporter, but they turned the camera on the guy who said, all Hawaiians need to to be in support of TNT, and they didn't want to hear nuance.
0: I read your Medium post where you wrote that you said that this is a battle for the soul of science. Why did you say that?
2: You know, at the time I wrote that essay, it was when I knew that people were going to be lying on the ground chained to cattle grapes and that there would be heavy equipment and I was, you know, I was really afraid that we people would be f- harmed, you know, physically. I mean, that statement is strong, but I wanted to make the point that I think even as academics and as scientists, where we think we don't deal with people or we think we don't like our, what we do doesn't affect people negatively. We're only here for good things. Like that's not necessarily true. A lot of disciplines i'm around you know a lot of us one we're not trained in ethics we don't have tools or frameworks for dealing with these really hard questions that a lot of times i think we just say oh no that's for someone else to figure out so i'd like to see like our fields of science do much better at including this kind of reflection and discussion in our training processes so that we can do i mean it's not just to put brakes on science but to to more thoughtfully navigate, you know, these power tools that we wield.
0: It's not just astronomers who are having to reflect on their methods. There's examples of similar debates happening in botany, paleontology, and more. Like many other institutions, the sciences are having to come to terms with how they've benefited from and pushed aside communities of color in the past. As for Hawaii in this story, construction of the TMT is stalled, the organization behind the telescope is waiting on a major industry report that helps the astronomical community set its priorities to see what the recommendations are on the telescope. One possible outcome is that the 30-meter telescope will be built on La Palma, one of Spain's Canary Islands. In the meantime, indigenous scientists like Aurora are working to reimagine the relationship between Western science and the indigenous methods that go back thousands of years. Axios Today is brought to you by Axios and Pushkin Industries. This episode was produced by Noria Marquez-Martinez and edited by Alexandra Boti. Alex Sugayara is our sound engineer. Dan Bobkoff is our executive producer. Special thanks to Axios space editor Miriam Kramer, science editor Allison Snyder, executive editor Sarah Hilani goo and hard truths editor Michelle Sacedo. We've got so much more about many other aspects of systemic racism when it comes to science at axios.com. As always, we want to hear what you think. You can email us at podcasts at axios.com. You can message me on Twitter at NylaBudu, Boodoo, or you can text me at 202-918-4893. I'm Nyla Budu. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we're back with the news on Monday.